It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rachel Zoe here, and we're going back to the Rachel Zoe Project for a very special takeover on my podcast, Climbing in Heels. Come with me as I take you back to season one to give you all the behind the scenes details and drama. I'll be joined by some special guests that'll be helping me share the real stories behind the most iconic moments in the show. So do not miss this special takeover of Climbing in Heels. It's going to be bananas. Listen to Climbing in Heels with Rachel Zoe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. I host the Carla Marie and Anthony show on 106.1 KISS FM in Seattle. You can listen to it from anywhere on your iHeartRadio app. And if you're listening to this as this posts, I appreciate you being here. I know times are super crazy. I know your time is super important. I know if you're supporting any of these side hustlers as you listen to them, I know how important every single dollar is that you're spending right now. So thank you so so much for doing that. And no matter when you're listening to this, thank you so much for your time. I cannot tell you how much it means to me when I see you screenshotting and posting and sharing that you are listening to Side Hustlers. So feel free to tag me at the Carla Marie anytime you're listening to any episode of Side Hustlers. I want to hear from you and I want to hear what you think. So thank you for supporting me and for supporting every guest of this podcast. Now, each week I talk to someone different who is following a passion outside of their day job, except for this week's guest. Now, Brittany's passion is art, but she gets to do that in her day job too, which is pretty cool. Her day job is doing the art and graphics for slot machines. Yeah, Brittany lives in Vegas. She's got a pretty cool gig and then her side hustle is also doing art. But the catch for Brittany is that she went to zero schooling. She taught herself everything. And we've even got a surprise for myself in this episode. My producer, Houston, had Brittany make some art for me in the podcast. So you get to hear that. It's really cool. This is Brittany's story. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. 
So coming to us from Las Vegas, I think you're our first guest from Las Vegas. It's Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hi. You're in Las Vegas, right? You kind of looked at me like I yes, was crazy. Okay, I was like, wait, am I? <laughs> I'm in Las Vegas. Okay, so your day job, I think, is the freaking coolest thing ever. You create artwork for slot machines, but your side hustle is also doing artwork. You do characters and, and designs. And instead of me kind of explaining what you do, why don't you explain what you actually do? So for my day job, yes, I create artwork for slot machines. It's the craziest. And then on the side, I just love doing illustrations. I kind of just like to dabble in everything. I love doing caricatures. I did that for a long time. So that's something I was able to incorporate into a freelance thing. Illustrations, logos, just anything I can really do. I just have a passion to do art. When you say characters are, first of all, that word kills me every time, characters. <laughs> are you like on the strip in Vegas doing them? Like, how did you find people to do them of? I started in um, a company, so okay. I started doing them on the strip. Cool. And I did that for years, and it was so awesome. I got lots of tourists, so I got to meet lots of people. And it was really a learning experience because people are so different looking. <laughs> so I got really good at drawing faces, and it's weird. You like look at somebody, you're like, I've never drawn a person that looks like you. This is so fun. That's so. cool. So I really see. I wouldn't have said so fun. I'd be like, I'm so scared to mess this up but with those kind of drawings the whole point is to have fun with them so obviously yeah. that is a super cool job but you didn't go to school for this you didn't go to school for any sort of graphic or art which is mind-blowing to me because if people want to see the kind of work you do I want them to go to your Instagram it's Miss Brit yeah. M-I-S-B-R-I-T underscore designs because it's incredible so how did you teach yourself this I just started at a really young age and I just always wanted to be better. So I went out of my way to find people who were much better artists than me and just hang out with them. And it's like, Hey, teach me some stuff. Let's hang out. Let's draw together. I love going to coffee shops and hanging out with other artists and just like show me stuff. I've always had a passion to learn. Yeah. That's kind of like great advice for anyone in any industry find people who are better than you and learn from them I mean that's that is the best way to learn something is to learn from someone else especially if they're better than you so you were you were working in a coffee shop for a while what happened there with your artwork when you were a barista and a manager at a coffee shop I started being a barista there and I didn't really pursue art very much I kind of just did it as a side hobby and it was fun but at some point like I I did great at the coffee shop I got all the way up to manager position I was living it was great (laughs) at one point I was just like, I just love doing art so much that I feel like that's something I kind of want to pursue more. So I was like, I, I'm sorry. I love you guys. This is an awesome job. I kind of just need to do something that I feel like I have to do. Otherwise, if I don't pursue it, I'll just regret it at one oh, point in life. <laughs> absolutely. Were you selling your artwork at all when you were there? Or it was just completely like just for fun? I, I got little commissions here okay. and there. So you and sold it at the shop? Yeah, I would hang it on the walls because awesome. she loves supporting local artists. So she would let me hang all my art on the walls. People would come in and they'd be like, I love this. I want to purchase this 
or they would ask me for like little commissions that I would be like, yeah, sure. That's great. So then you you get this job doing graphics for slot machines, which it's kind of funny whenever I or I'm sure anyone is using a slot machine, they're just like, this is pretty and it's mesmerizing and I don't want to get up. I love playing this game. No one ever yeah. thinks like there's a human behind these designs, whether <laughs> I'm assuming okay. it's, it's like the whole thing you design, right? Like the whole machine. Mm-hmm. That's what those are some of the craziest designs when you're in a casino. Those are the ones that draw you in. But how do you land that job? You know, you've got no schooling to say, hey, I went to this design school. Obviously, it's your portfolio, but that had to be hard. Yeah, it took me a long time to get into it. I think years I was pursuing getting into this because I live in Las Vegas. I go into the casinos and I see the slot machines. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, this is like top tier artist. <laughs> I was like, I want to be a part of this. So yeah. I kind of just kept using what I saw as reference to build a portfolio and just try my hardest to get at the level that I saw them working at. And it took years. Yeah, I'm sure. So how do you find people then who who you want to work with for your side? I was like, how do you market yourself to different people? A lot of them find me, which I really love. Yeah. Like with Instagram, Instagram is an insane platform. Like I always have people messaging me or like they appreciate my art or I used to do um Twitch streams. Love Twitch. Yeah, I love Twitch too. A lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, it is. A lot of work to get on there, but Twitch is fun, but mainly it's uh, Instagram. So when you would do Twitch streams, would you live stream you actually doing the art? Yes, I would like start a piece and I would only work on it when I was streaming on Twitch. That's really cool. Like, all right, you guys, I'll be back. We'll work on this another day. And I did complete a few pieces and it was really interesting because I would get like people's ideas as I was doing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that'd be great. That's exciting. Yeah, that it's kind of interesting because you don't normally, you know, when you think of an artist, they're alone at home doing what they do or Mm -hmm. somewhere that inspires them. We don't really think of them kind of having thousands upon thousands of people watching them do what they love to do, inspiring them as it's happening. So that is definitely a different way to do it. And it's a great way to get your name out there and and get new people. We uh, Twitch stream our radio morning show from Seattle. And today someone from Australia popped in and they were like, what is this? And like, they had no idea. So I get it. It's smart. And it's a really cool way to get your art out there to other people. But as an artist, especially on a platform like Instagram, do you find that there are either people that copy you or do you get nervous about people copying your artwork? Not at all. If anything, I think it's more to inspire other people. I mean, if they can yeah. do it too, that's awesome. We can all do it. <laughs> like, so, I can always create more stuff. So what is the process for you then? What are you drawing with? Because I cannot like stick figures or what happens. So like, what is your physical process? Are you drawing with are you painting? What is it? And then the final, how does that happen? Because I have no idea how any of that works. I do a few different mediums. I love watercolor. I think watercolor is insanely fun. It's just kind of all over the place. And how can I explain this? See, it's It's smooth. It's smooth and fun. I love it. And then for like digital pieces, it's I use my iPad Pro. Wow. I love my iPad with the pen and yeah. everything. And it's even better because I can usually just like sit on my couch and do it. Yeah, you don't have to like have this whole setup. <laughs> yeah, you can go anywhere. Which, yeah, I, like the coffee shop. I'll take my iPad. I'll go sit at the coffee shop or I'll sit on my couch. I'll throw on some TV and I'm like, let's draw something. Yeah, I'm assuming you're not doing watercolors at the coffee shop. 
I have. You have? No way. <laughs> yeah. No, they have these really cool water pens that you can oh. get. And they ha- they're pens that squish out water while you're painting. And people laugh at me. They're like, what? What are you doing? Or I'll like ask for a cup of water in the middle of the coffee shop or sometimes the bar. And it's just like a really fun conversation starter. It's interesting because I've been seeing a lot of people now during quarantine, obviously coloring books were a great way to relieve stress for a while. We've been seeing adult coloring books pop up, but now I'm starting to see people do like paint by numbers or some sort of watercolor kit, obviously for people like Mm. me, not people like you who know what they're doing. But what you're saying, like how it's smooth, I can imagine that it's very relaxing for you it is it's a little tedious sometimes because you have to kind of understand how to work with the water but that's what's fun with it when you or at least when I play with watercolor I kind of just let it do its thing and I have like an idea where I'm going and hope it's just like working with me I'm like this is what we're doing does any of it ever whether it's your day job or side hustle does it ever actually feel like work for you I don't know not really I mean I love what I do and I chose to pursue it So I like to think of it as I am having fun. And if anything, if it's hard, I'm learning. So you are like the best. I hope that everyone in the world listens to you with this podcast because you like you just said, I chose what I do. And even if it's hard, you're learning. Like a lot of people look at something that's hard and they do (laughs) not have that outlook. I know I don't always have that outlook. So thank you for that. Thank you for that nugget. I'm going to think of you. I'm like, oh, but Brittany (laughs) Brittany said this when I'm like having a bad day and mad about something being difficult. So I appreciate that. Very positive person. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. We all need it. If you went back to like being a kid, did you ever think you'd actually be doing this as your job? Sometimes. As a kid, I always imagined I wanted to be a cartoonist. I mean, there was a few weird careers, like a bio... Who are the... Um, the water. Marine biologist. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like bioengineer Thank goodness now. I didn't pursue <laughs> that. <laughs> I can't even say it. But for the most part, I always knew I wanted to be like drawing or creating something besides loved all my cartoons I always watch I was always mimicking what I saw on TV I'm like I'm gonna draw this now (laughs) is that something you're still interested in doing like would you want to do artwork for cartoons oh absolutely I have lots of artists that inspire me and I'm like, that would be so cool. And people get to enjoy it. Yeah. And you actually get to see it literally come to life, which I'm sure as an artist has got to be such a wild feeling. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So when you're doing like the physical art, not the graphic for the slot machines, like maybe it's your side hustle and you're doing watercolor. Are you selling those anywhere? Is that like at a market? Like can someone order a watercolor piece of art? from you like physically and have it mailed to them. Yes, I I post it on my Etsy or if it's on Instagram, I usually say it's up for sale or if somebody messages me and they're interested, I'll give them a quote. So that's kind of how I just go about doing that. If people want to reach out and they're interested, then I'm like, let's do this. (laughs) So what I'm going to do for this episode, anyone right now who is like, well, I want her Etsy, I want her Instagram. All of the links are actually in the description of this podcast. So you can just go down there and check it out. So on Side Hustlers, I always like talking about how the guests and I got connected. And you, when I never communicated before the very moment that we started (laughs) to record, and my my producer Houston found you because he listens to Mad Scientist Party hour a podcast 
I hadn't heard of it until he told me about it. And you did oh, artwork so for funny. them. So how did you let let's figure out this whole trail? How did you get in touch with that podcast and do artwork for them? He actually contacted me. Mad <laughs> so, Scientist Party Hour contacted you. Yeah, Kevin Kraft actually contacted me. And I'm like, I, I, I have to ask him how he found me, actually, because I have no idea. I was just so excited because I've heard of his podcast and a few other ones he's been on. I was like, oh, heck yeah, this will be so fun. Let's do it. That's so, cool. So the art, uh, I saw the artwork you did for them. It's incredible. So my producer Houston <laughs> heard it. I guess he reached out to you. And then mm-hmm. he surprised me with artwork that you did for this, this so podcast fun. for Side Hustle. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's in my email. I haven't opened it. I'm excited to open it as we're doing this. So where is it? It literally Yay. says, do not open. So uh, <laughs> it was going to kill me. Okay. No peeking. <laughs> oh, how freaking cool. <laughs> so it's me. It's our, my producer, Houston, and my two cats. I can't. And it's me doing the podcast with my actual signature. This is wild. This is oh, so <laughs> cool. Oh, I just realized it, that's the green shirt that I wore to my live 100th episode. It was such a cute shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is so incredible. How do like how Thank do you. you I like everything. I mean, the cats look just like the cats. Houston, you've got everything. You got his nose ring in there. It's just yeah. Like, what is the process of making this? Like, when you sit down, like, what did you do first in this one? Uh, <laughs> it's actually funny. He gave me both of your Instagrams, so I went and okay. just found like a ton of pictures. I probably had like four or five pictures just lined up and I'm just like drawing your face until I feel like I get all the features correctly. It's crazy to me knowing that there was a woman that not only did I not know, but I didn't even know existed <laughs> with pictures of me drawing yeah. me now that I think yeah. about it. So yeah, that's it's a great. really funny process. I like when I'm sitting in a public place and I just like have a bunch of random photos of somebody's face. They're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah. Just happy. <laughs> what iPad program are you using? Is it Photoshop, like what, Illustrator? What are you? Procreate. Procreate. Didn't even know that yes. was a thing. So for any artist oh, or someone amazing. who wants to be an artist, you recommend that. But mm-hmm. the first step for you, are you kind of penciling what you're doing? Or are you immediately going to my green shirt with a green color? Oh, goodness. No, everything is penciled first and it's reworked tons of times like I'll go over over and over again I'm a little bit of a perfectionist so it's like I won't be happy with the first 10 noses that I draw especially because noses are hard I can't imagine so so after I get like a good pencil lined out I will go over and ink it and once I ink it there's layers and I can throw colors underneath and I can change the colors without ruining anything else it's a really fun process. It's incredible. Like, I just keep staring at it. It's wild how you are able oh, to you. do this. It's just, it is really cool. And I can't wait to share it with everyone. Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier that it took you a few years to land that job doing graphics for slot machines. What was happening yeah. during those few years? And what was that process like? Because I'm assuming kind of getting rejection is not obviously the easiest, especially because no. it's your personal <laughs> work. It's you showing, yeah. It's you're being very vulnerable as an artist. So for anyone who is in that process right now, feeling that failure moment, even though they're not really failing, what advice do you have for them? Just keep trying. Don't let it get you down. Like there's always an opportunity. And if you don't make one, there'll always be another. I mean, the best you can do is look at what you're doing and see how you can make it better. What you did wasn't at the standard. So 
you're like, just keep improving. <laughs> Do you think that you're going to ever make your side hustle your full-time job? Like, Because what you do, I mean, you could get land a big project, like you said, doing artwork for a cartoon. Do you think that is your goal to just continue doing big projects? Or do you want to always have this day job of doing slot machines and continue doing this as a side hustle? I would love to do what I'm doing for a while. Like I really enjoy it and I'm just like really starting to learn. So I don't really have any plans to move for a while, but at some point I love trying other things. So who knows, maybe down the road I'll want to create a cartoon or I would love to make like a side scrolling video game or something cool like that. That'd be cool. Just like I like big projects. I like learning and being able to experience different types of art. How does it work as an artist? Does your day job know that you or do they have to know that you do something like this on the side? They know that we do like commissions on the side. I don't think they really mind. I mean, I go in, I do my job really good. So they can't complain. Everything else on the side. Yeah. Everything else on the side doesn't interrupt what I do at work. It's my own thing. Have you ever walked into a casino and seen something that you've designed to come to life? No, not yet. (laughs) I can't wait for that to happen. That would be cool. (laughs) That's going to be the craziest thing. You're going to have to somehow tell us next time I go to Vegas, I'm going to check in with you to see what designs you've done and where they are so I can go find them because that would oh, be no, the I'm going to have everybody give me picture proof. Yeah. Like, I want to see you at the machine. I want to see the ticket when you're done. <laughs> and maybe you'll have some lucky machines. That'll be great. Yes, People will want to go. <laughs> I hope that happens. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for being on Side Hustle. Thank you for this amazing piece of art. I can't wait to share it. You're incredible what you do. I'm excited to see what's next. I can't wait to play the video games you create and then watch the cartoons that you create. Thank you so, so much. Okay. Thank you. It was so nice talking to you. I really had fun. Thank you so much for being here, for listening to Side Hustlers, for supporting the people on this podcast. You can always go to the links in the description of this podcast to learn everything about Brittany. And then you can also go to my Instagram. It's at the Carla Marie. You can click the link in my bio and almost everything I mention is always there in that link tree or whatever I've got set up. And then you'll be able to click around and see previous guests as well. Thank you again for being here. Please rate and review this podcast. That helps so much. I know it sounds so dumb and so stupid, but really it does. It's a free way to support this podcast because it helps other people find out about it. And it helps me know what you actually think about this podcast. So feel free to reach out to me. Also, it's at the Carla Marie on Instagram. Until next week, keep hustling. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. 
I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.